When I was a child, I refused to be limited by the reflections my retina sent to my brain. I would dress up the world in colors and with characters the ordinary eye did not see. I multiplied, I elaborated, I gave drama to the mundane. If there was a bicycle accident at the corner of the street where we lived, a too common occurrence, when I related the incident later, I embellished. Though the boy was hardly scratched, though he walked away, even laughed. When I told the tale, there was blood in the gutter, there were tears, pitiful shrieks from his mother. The car that struck him was a shiny, enormous car, the man one of those official types you saw in the newspapers. The boy was a skinny, poor kid who had saved up his pennies bagging groceries at the local market to buy the bicycle he dreamed of. Now it was shattered, and the man had driven away as if nothing had happened. What was the real truth I was trying to convey of these accidents that took place with regularity on our busy street? Life is unfair. The powerful do not care about the powerless. The good do not always win. There was more. Humans are vulnerable. Not only do adults die, children who have not yet reached pubescence can die too. My mother and father can die. I can die. I think I was a writer before I became a writer. My imagination was my fuel. It fuels me now. Each time the plane rattles like loose metal in a tin cup as we pass through layers of sodden clouds, I am convinced I will not make it to Trinidad. Or if somehow I do, my mother will not be alive when I arrive. My fingers tighten over the beads of the rosary bracelet. My mother had bought it for my father when they were in Italy, she to fulfill a lifelong wish to go to the Vatican, to see the Pope, my father to see the ruins. My mother did not get to see the Pope, but in the Vatican shop they sold her two rosaries they claimed were blessed by him. A silver circular metal one no wider than half an inch in diameter, with a tiny cross on top which she kept on her bedside table and a bracelet of white beads with a gold cross, which she gave to my father. My father, a convert to Catholicism, which he still did not fully understand, gave the bracelet to Mary, and Mary gave it to me. The hostess returns with a menu. She wants to know what I'd like to have for breakfast, what I'd like to drink. A mimosa, she asks. I am trying to remember the prayers of the rosary. Hail Mary, full of grace, what is to follow? I have forgotten. I am staring at the hostess with a question on my face. She thinks she has made a faux pas. She claps her hand to her mouth. Sorry, she says. I think she thinks she is being insensitive to offer me alcohol at a time like this. But it is at a time like this I need something to calm my news, my fear of flying, my fear of what I will find when the plane lands and I am home. I roll my thumb over the beads of the bracelet. In my mind, I repeat the first part of the Hail Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace. I cannot remember the response. The hostess pats my hand. It will be okay. You'll see, she says. And miraculously, memory kicks in. It has been years, but I remember it now. Holy Mary, Mother of God. I go through all the mysteries, the joyful, the sorrowful, the glorious. The constant repetition eases me into a mindless trance. Sleep overtakes me, and next I hear the pilot's voice. 
the plane has landed. I am home.